Welcome to The Rebound, where we'll explore the issues facing supply chain managers as our industry gets back up and running in a post-COVID world. This podcast is hosted by Abe Eskenazi, CEO of the Association for Supply Chain Management, and Bob Troublecock, Editorial Director of Supply Chain Management Review. Remember that Abe and Bob welcome your comments. Now to today's episode. Welcome to today's episode of The Rebound. Yeah, there's a store for that, or how Robomart plans to reinvent retail. I'm Bob Troublecock. And I'm Abe Eskenazi. And joining us today is Ali Ahmed. Ali is one of the co-founders of Robomart. Now, it's a very different take on the retail store and final mile delivery experience. Ali, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, thanks for joining us today. We're really excited to talk about this. Uh, some of you may remember the podcast we did in 2021 with Yossi Sheffi on The New Abnormal. One of Yossi's contentions was that in the future, business models and the supply chains that support them need to and will change to adapt to whatever it is that we're going to call the new normal. Now, this podcast is a little different. Normally, we've got supply chain practitioners on who are going to directly talk about you know, the supply chain management and their organizations. This one doesn't directly touch on supply chain management, at least as we currently think of it. But after the first time I interviewed Ali, I thought what he and his partner are attempting at Robomart is an example of Yossi's new business models to address new demands. And if they're successful, it will lead to new supply chain models. And that's what we wanted to talk about today. So Ali, I think the starting point is to just explain for our listeners the store hailing concept behind Robomart and really how you and your partner came up with the idea. Absolutely, Bob. So, you know, what we've created at Robomart is the fastest delivery service on earth by delivering the store instead of goods. The way it works is you tap a button to hail a mini mart on wheels. And when it arrives, you get to shop checkout free right at your doorstep for all your essentials in as little as two minutes. You know, we came up with the idea about 14 years ago. My co-founder, Imad, and I used to work at Unilever, and he was in the ice cream division. He wanted to recreate the ice cream van for everything else in retail, but have it be on demand. And as you can imagine, it was just way too early back then. So we sat on the idea. I got into on-demand delivery. Imad continued in food retailing. And um, after experiencing the ins and outs of on-demand delivery, I moved to the U.S. and got back in touch with him. And we connected that old idea that we had and realized that the best way to solve all the problems of delivery is by delivering the store instead of goods. That way we've done away with the entire basket and order creation and we don't have order pickup. So we'll always be twice as fast as any delivery service. Ali, that's really interesting when you, you know, you, you identify, you know, the benefit of it, obviously speed to benefit and, you know, the ordering. There are a number of other services out there. So give me a sense of how it works from the consumer's point of view. You know, um, how many stores or retail models and what your inventory looks like in terms of, you know, when do I make a purchase? Is it, you know, is there a fixed inventory? Give me a sense of the, you know, the product mix. Absolutely. Yeah. First, I'll tell you about the consumer experience and then tell you a little bit more about uh, the products on the Robomarts. So consumers will use the Robomart app to hail a storefront. And because we're a marketplace, we're now allowing retailers, big and small, to deploy their own branded Robomarts to consumers. So you'd pick the storefront in the app, 
and you'd hail it much like you would an Uber or Lyft. You're not creating a basket. You're not ordering goods. You're just tapping one button. And when it arrives, it sends you a notification that it's outside. It'll show up in a few minutes and you head outside. You unlock the door through the app. The doors open automatically. We start tracking your shopping engagement and you don't have to pull out your credit card. You don't have to scan any items. You just grab what you want and go. And we automatically charge your card on file and send you a receipt within a minute. And we've started with two Robmart types in June of last year, the pharmacy and snacks Robmarts that are operating in West Hollywood. And the snacks has a full selection of chips and, and ice cold drinks and, and, and candies and chocolates. And then the pharmacy Robmart has OTC medicines, you know, personal care items, um, household goods. And so a very full selection within each category. And we're now introducing a number of new categories that merchants can book and deploy, including the grocery robe mart, the cafe robe mart, which will have a selection of ready to heat and ready to eat items, and the ice cream robe mart, which is a very exciting one that is dear to, our, to, to, to us. Um, Ali, I, I've got a question uh, here in a second, but just to follow up on what Abe asked, when you mentioned that a consumer doesn't have to, to enter their order, you know, doesn't have to create a basket, you're going to track their um, shopping experiences or shopping. So what's the technology behind that to monitoring, you know, first, what's the, you know, monitoring the inventory in whatever mark you're doing? And then second, you know, how do you know what I purchased or what I put into my, you know, my, my basket? Absolutely. Yeah. So we've created a proprietary now patented um, checkout free shopping system that tracks everything using RFID. So products are tagged, and as customers grab products out of the Robe Mart, when the doors open, we start tracking their shopping engagement. And when the doors close and the Robe Mart leaves, we end their shopping engagement. So what they've taken is effectively their basket. But the real beauty of the model is that they get to physically shop for products right at their doorstep. So when you and I first, uh, first talked, they told you I was fascinated by the concept because I'd just come back from this trip where I saw a completely automated Hudson News at Midway Airport in Chicago. And then when I got to New Hampshire, I went into my local McDonald's and it was nearly completely automated in terms of how I experienced and uh, got my order. Um, so your model sort of fasc you know, fascinated me as well, but it also begs the question, does the world really need all these formats? And if so, why? That's a great question, honestly, Bob. Um you know, convenience always wins. Any technology that, that makes things more convenient or faster for consumers is poised to win. And what we've realized is that, you know, we're creating convenience not only by creating a model that is faster than um, any other delivery service today, but it also increases accessibility. When you think about retailers, what they can currently do, if they want to get into a new market, they have to invest a significant amount of capital to create a new store. Robmart offers them mobile storefronts where they can quickly enter into a market or in markets where they already have a presence, they want to expand their reach. Robmarts give them physical shopping experience that their consumers can tap into. And there's never really been anything like it. Ali, let's talk a little bit about what happens next when you're, you know, the, the locations that you're operating in, uh, and some of the limitations, do you have limitations based on geography or last mile delivery or products? What are, you know, where do you see expansion and where do you see some of the limitations? That's a great question, Abe. For us, we're currently operating in, in West Hollywood and Hollywood. That's our first operating zone. 
And we're now gearing up to expand across all of LA and we'll slowly unlock new markets on the East Coast and then, and then the rest of the US. Uh, but it will also be driven in part by the merchants joining our platform. You know, where they want to deploy, we can very easily replicate our operating model and set up operations for them in that city. So it's going to be an aggressive expansion plan. Um, I don't see any limiting factors there, but we are being very careful in how we curate the selection and the roadmark types. You know, we've had a tremendous amount of interest from apparel companies and, and uh, you know, sporting goods companies. And, and you know, I, I love the idea of expanding to any retail category, which we will do in the future. In the early days, we are focusing on essentials that consumers need, you know, in, in as fast a time as possible. So that includes the categories that I've outlined earlier. Um, and as we grow, we can then expand the repertoire of products that are on offer for consumers. Uh, I, I'm waiting for the beer mart or the wine and spirits mart. Um, you know. That'd be a very good one, yes. Yeah, exactly. So uh, one of the things I'd mentioned at the start is this currently isn't a supply chain story as we may you know, currently think about supply chain. But when you talk about your expansion, you, know, you, you start expanding into different geographies, uh, expanding the vans or expanding into different brands, all of a sudden, there's going to be an inventory management issue. Uh, you know, the last thing you want is out of stocks, right? That's the killer of any retailer. So tell me first, you know, in your current setup, do you have real-time view into inventory on a RoboMart out in the field? And how do you imagine your supply chain working you know, as you start getting more uh, marts out there, or again, working with the different brands, like if you're doing an apparel mart. You know, for us, supply chain is at the heart of what we do, right? So we've built the entire backend to manage inventory. Uh, what's really fascinating about our model is that we give merchants visibility into their products throughout their entire life cycle, which they don't have in any other mode of, of uh, distribution today. We, first, we offer them a turnkey solution. We operate and restock Robmarts from our restocking stations. They deliver their goods to the restocking stations on a set schedule. The moment they come into the station, we start tracking them. So they can see at any point in time if they're being stored inside the station, if they're currently inside a Robomart, or if they've been sold. You, I mean, you talk about apparel makers, but I'll talk about another, another industry, CPG brand. My co-founder and I have a lot of experience in, in CPG. And what's really fascinating is that this is a very interesting supply chain story for them. A lot of brands have been excited about the prospect of Robmart because it creates a new direct-to-consumer channel for them. The direct-to-consumer play is something that we've been hearing about for several years, but it's not really been something that's taken off in a meaningful way. But with Robomart, manufacturers, brands, wholesalers are now able to tap into a new channel, you know, store hailing, uh, that allows them to get their products to consumers in the fastest possible way with the fewest middlemen. Well, it's really interesting when you're talking about, you know, the, servicing the customer. Obviously, the customers are very accustomed to just-in-time, high variety, uh, rapid delivery, reasonable cost. When you take a look at, you know, your your business model and the last mile delivery solutions, do you need to focus on urban distribution centers? What are the factors that make the RoboMart a very successful, you know, location or product or uh, relationship. Give me a, you know, what your key success factors are. Yeah, for merchants, it is a model that gives them up to 500% increased deliveries and 
you know, they don't have any of the operating costs. It's, it's a very win-win model that we've created for consumers because they're only paying a small, you know, hailing fee to hail a Robmart. They don't tip anyone because there's no interaction with the driver. For us, it's a very profitable model because of the, the multiple revenue streams that we have coming in. And for our merchants, the retailers, it's extremely profitable because of the sheer number of orders they can do per hour. You know, at scale, they can do more, hour, more orders than, um, you know, delivery can even give them in, in any meaningful way. Orders of magnitude more. And they don't have any of the operating costs involved. So we take care of all that for the retailer. So it's a very, very profitable model for retailers. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's a model that's a win-win for all parties involved. Ali, really interesting and innovative solution to a, you know, a local problem. And I think uh, we'll be watching this as it expands into different locations, as well as the different products. Uh, really uh, interesting uh, information. That is all the time that we have today. A special thanks to our guest, Ali Ahmed from Robomart. And finally, a special thanks to you for joining us on this episode of The Rebound. We hope you'll be with us for our next episode. For The Rebound, I'm Abe Ashkenazi. And I'm Bob Trubacock. All the best, everyone. Thank you again, Ali. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. The Rebound is a joint production of the Association for Supply Chain Management and Supply Chain Management Review. For more information, be sure to visit ASCM.org and STMR.com. We hope you'll join us again.